And it's 8.06 here on your Tuesday, coming off the long weekend. Uh, a long weekend, I got to spend mostly on uh, on the acreage, where, uh, you know, we bought that location 20 years ago because we had horses. Well, we don't have horses anymore. They got to the point where uh, well, our oldest one was 32 when we had to say goodbye to her, and then uh, another one was 30. So they, they live great lives, a uh, long, long time. But we decided not to get back into having horses. We weren't doing anything with them, so uh, there really wasn't much call. Now, the thing on an acreage is unless it's 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 land that is uh, is smooth enough that you can use for hay, or unless you want to put a whole bunch of work into it, it they grows. You can't just let it grow. So I found out from some neighbors about an organization called uh, Horse Heroes Alberta, and that perhaps they might have some horses that could use some pasture in the summer. It's a lot better to have them eating grass. They can relax. They can, you know, just be horses, as opposed to an organization having to feed hay because you can, you know, there's someplace you just run out of grass, right? So you have to feed something that's expensive. Well, now we're getting into fall and you have to start getting ready for winter. And so it's time to buy hay. From last time I heard, prices were already up considerably. Cindy Thomas is the founder of Horse Heroes Alberta. She's joining us here this morning. So I just wanted to get an update on on just the, the situation that they're facing right now. Cindy, how you doing? I'm good, Daryl. How are you? I'm good. The ponies are fine, by the way. Oh, I believe it. Yes, getting spoiled. I, I, I'm not spoiled. Just uh, left to hang out and just do what they want to do. Eat some grass, wander around. It's all good. Be a horse. Yeah. Just be yeah. a horse. Uh, how much is hay right now? Oh, and I know there's crazy. different varieties and sizes and all the rest of that stuff. So Horse quality hay has gone crazy, especially down south where it was really dry. You know, you're seeing bales. 250, 300 a bale. Up here, now, these are big round bales, right? These are big round bales, yeah. Um, up here, it's been a little bit better, so we're getting, you know, reduced from that, but still probably 30, 40% more expensive than regular years. So we're 120, 130 a bale. Well, I'm even surprised that it's 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 as low as that in this area when it's as high as it is in southern Alberta. Oh, no kidding. I know. Those guys are really struggling. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, when you to, to give people who are not familiar with it, what do you mean by horse quality hay? It's got to be dust-free, no molds, no crazy weeds that are toxic. You're just a nice blend of healthy grass. And so how many horses do you have right now under, you know, the, that you're you're taking care of and trying to find new homes for? We've got about 70 here. 70? Yeah. Now, does that include the six you have in my place? No. So you just have 70 at your place? That's right. Do you have enough pasture for 70 horses? It's tough, but we got a, just under a quarter section, so we, you know, we do our rotations all around the, and we still feed year-round anyways. But you still have to feed year-round. So yeah. how much does that cost? And how? basically you put out an appeal here not too long ago going, hey, if anybody knows of some reasonably priced hay, we would like to get it. Because you're, you're not trying to get it for free necessarily. If somebody wants to donate, I'm sure you're not going to say no, uh, as long as it's horse quality hay. But you yeah. know, it's, what is a fair price these days that allows you to continue to to do what you want to do without going broke. Gosh, you know, it, it wasn't long ago, bales were 50 bucks. So, you know, up to get them around 70, 80, 90, that's to be really reasonable now. And it, it does, it allows us to continue doing what we're doing. And have you had any response to that end? No, not yet. No, not yet. Because there's other people who have cattle or their own horses or whatever. So it becomes a very, very tight commodity. So I don't want to get all doom and gloom on you here, but what's the worst case scenario? Like what, what kind of a situation do you run into uh, in order to, to be able to power through and still continue to do what you're doing? 
Well, we're definitely pushing to find homes for these guys. You know, if someone can take one or two, that offloads some for us. A little bit of work, a little bit of hay, and it, it's not a huge load for them. So that's kind of what we're really focusing on right now is trying to distribute this a little bit. Um, but, you know, realistically, we can't continue at the prices that are being charged right now. Well, and there's also sometimes you're you're a victim of your own success. So you have 70 horses just on your property. I'm not sure how many you have sort of farmed out to other foster care places, which is, I guess, what we would sort of be in in this moment. Uh, you know, but that means that you're you're saving horses, but then you still got to pay for them. So it becomes a, a perpetual motion machine almost. Absolutely. And we get calls, I get calls at least twice a day now, people trying to surrender horses, you know, take them, we don't have feed, we can't afford the feed, and I have to turn them away. But you can't either, right? So, you know, you're getting donations and that kind of thing, but you're still, are you still working to become a registered charity? We are, yep. That's something we're going to focus on more this year. Um, we were, had hoped to have it done already, but it, it is time-consuming to get that in the paperwork done. Because that would make a huge difference if somebody can write off the donation, uh, because I would think even donations in kind, so there's value to hay, so you could do that, and that would be that would be useful too. Oh, absolutely. Yep. you got to get there first. Uh, I did say that you're more than welcome to bring a few more. I've still got lots of grass, so you can do that for a little while. But uh, as with our situation, we're, we're not going to be sticking around in the wintertime and then feeding and going through all of that kind of stuff. So what do you do with, with, with those foster locations that have had pasture uh, for the summer? How do, you, how, do you, how do you deal with them? Do you just basically have them all at your place? They can go out and they can paw on the, on the quarter section as well as feed them? Yeah, well, we feed at least two round bales a day. So... <laughs> they get that all day, and then we got the straw, we unroll, we've got a bale buster, so that kind of breaks up any little particles that maybe shouldn't be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a little, you know, ways to save, but for the most part, I don't. we don't have a lot of fosters out just during summer when we can, where they can enjoy the pasture. Yeah, uh, because... Uh... Man, I'm just doing, I'm doing quick math here. <laughs> That's just an extraordinary <laughs> pile of cash that, uh, that needs to come in. Yeah. Uh, do and you have any fundraisers? What are you doing? What are you doing to try and just get the word out? Is that a big part of it? Yep, and uh, this month we're going to start focusing a little bit on getting sponsorships for some of the horses. You know, if you can even commit to like a $25 a month donation, you know, that's huge. That kind of stuff. We took up a couple more fields this year to bail on our own, so we're out haying when we can. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's about it right now. A little bit better uh, haying opportunities here, uh, so were were you able to do well? Actually, we didn't do too bad, considering. Yeah, we did. We did okay. Uh, if people want some more information, they want to see the animals that are basically it's up for adoption. They're, they're not just giving them away because they, you, you have you've had to either uh, some have been surrenders, but some you end up buying from uh, from from meat buyers uh, so that they don't go to the slaughterhouse. So there's there's a cost there. Not to mention trying to recoup some of the costs of taking care of them. But the the prices that you have on the are not out of out of whack. No, I don't think so. It's, we try to keep them with par with the market and kind of what a little bit above meat value, so we know that we, you know they have a better chance of never ending up there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, HorseHeroesAlberta.com is the website. Any other thoughts you want to share with us before I let you go? No, thank you so much for having us. I really appreciate it. It's not a problem. Uh, let me know if you're bringing me some more for uh, for the last month. I still need to oh, clear out those waters before winter time. So <laughs> <laughs> sounds good, Daryl. All right, thanks, Cindy thank Thomas you. is uh, with uh, Horse Heroes Alberta. Boy, it's got to be so hard all across the the pro. Anyone, you know, there are a lot of people who have livestock or have their own horses, and then they get into that situation. So if 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 you're getting round bales, and you know, even here they're 120 bucks uh, a piece. 
Uh, well, for her, she's got a lot of horses. So <laughs> that's that's two bales a day, two round bales a day. That's 350 bucks a day. <coughs> that's painful. But for, for a lot of others, if you're trying to, to, to use square bales, it's just, it becomes so expensive. What do you end up doing with them? Either, either shipping them off, selling them, trying to get them to a rescue organization. I have no doubt there's lots of others who are running into the into the same kind of situation. We see the same thing with, with, with pets and animal shelters. People can't afford some of the vet bills. They can't afford even to feed because they're having to feed their own families too. So there's an awful lot of people uh, with the same kind of dilemma uh, being faced these days. If you do want to help out this organization, uh, horseheroesalberta.com. And a lot of people, when I put out the, uh, the, the pictures of the horses on the land just eating the grass, Said, oh, it's amazing you do your saving horses. I'm not doing squat. Honest to goodness, I have grass. I need to get it eaten. This is a great way to get it done. And then somebody gets a little bit of help. But no, they're the ones who are doing all of that work. I'm just getting my grass eaten. So you can even call it selfish if you like. But uh, that's if, if you can throw a little light on what they're doing, maybe that'll help them out as well.